0: Man, man, oh man, oh man, that theme song gets me fired up. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Everybody needs to go out and get... <laughs> Everybody needs to go out and get a theme song. Just listen to it every morning, a couple times during the day when you're feeling a little bit off. Doesn't matter. Just get yourself a theme song. I'm telling you, it changes everything. Everything. So welcome to Mondays of Mitch, where we... uh work with what it means to lead in the post-pandemic new world order. I, I just made that up. I don't know. I'm just saying the point of this podcast from my perspective, and it's my podcast, is to dispel Old stories, old myths, old beliefs about what it means to lead. And to be able to do it in a way that allows people to show up as a full person. Not the image of what they think they should look like or sound like, but who they are. Genuine, authentic, fully present, leading from their heart. a whole new paradigm shift that's truthfully been happening. And I'm not the only person out there talking about this. I have my own, what I like to think unique perspective, but we're all out there, plenty of people out there looking to shift the way we look at an experienced leadership and rightfully so the world is changing. We must change with it. So I talk about leadership on a whole bunch of different levels, and sometimes I repeat myself because I always go by the three R's, repetition, repetition, repetition. That's how we learn. And then there are times that I, well, hopefully always evolving. Then I'll return to a subject. I'll return to something that I've already talked about because I found a different way to experience it or it's evolved, just as hopefully I've evolved. And the point for me is really just to get to a deeper level of clarity so all of a sudden that opportunity for that light bulb to go off is more present, that aha moment that's been brewing inside of all of us suddenly. Ah, okay, now I get it. So I talk about leadership on a variety of different levels the qualities of leadership, the action that a conscious leader takes in the world. But it really comes down to three stages of leadership, I believe, that make someone most effective when they realize that being a leader is about being a leader, not the leader. And if you're doing it correctly, from my perspective, you're looking for that next leader who's looking for that next leader. So let me take you through the stages. First and foremost, it's, it's critical under any circumstance, any situation, is we must first be able to lead ourselves. You must be able to lead yourself. And a lot of that comes down to What is your, what I reference as your inside game? What is it that you're doing, body, mind, spirit, consistently on a daily basis and throughout the day that allows you to keep working that inside game? Shifting beliefs, shifting perspective, moving out of judgment, moving into ownership, Moving into being more present because that's the crux of conscious leadership is living in the present moment, leading yourself from your heart. So my inside game starts in the morning, but it goes throughout the day. Some people think of personal development, of getting themselves sound is just something they do in the morning, and then they're ready for the day. Well, (laughs) I don't know. Here's what I do know. I know there are going to be moments in the day that are going to rock me. They just are. They're going to throw me. They're going to challenge me. So my ability to keep revisiting and fortifying my inside game is throughout the day. Because the gratitude I did at 6 a.m., the meditation I did at 4 a.m. isn't necessarily preparing preparing me for what happens at 12 p.m., When an important call that I was anticipating gets canceled. And the thoughts that can start flowing through my brain about why it got canceled and somehow considerably creating a scenario where it could be about me wasn't that special. It's all about me. To not have those tools to be able to refer back to, that gratitude in the morning and that meditation in the morning isn't necessarily going to resonate. So I've got to keep things throughout the day. Call it my inner home depot. I keep returning to it. Pulling out a tool, pulling out an exercise, pulling out something that allows me to get back to center so that I can be more present for the day that I can move from reaction to responding to situations and circumstances. So first and foremost, that inside game of leading yourself must, must be there. And I'm telling you, if you want to be spot on about this for yourself, don't think of it as something you just do in the morning. Space it out throughout the day. Have reminders on your phone pop up. Schedule different times throughout the day to be with yourself. To do some additional gratitude work, to go take a walk, to focus on your breath for a minute or five, to do some journaling. Include it in your day. So that's the first and foremost. That's like, that's foundational. Second component of conscious leadership is The understanding that there are other people out there who can lead you, teach you, coach you, mentor you, support you. So your willingness to being led is just as important as any other aspect of this process. To be able to learn from people who have gone before you who've learned from people who have already put their hand on a hot stove in the possibility that you might not have to do that. Not a guarantee. Maybe you do. It's okay. But someone who walks their walk, talks their talk, has been there, has maybe perhaps overcome to become, has learned a number of lessons, who has some wisdom in addition to knowledge, has some true wisdom to offer you. To say, here's how this works. Now, this doesn't discount your ability to make other choices, but it moves you out of that ego place of, well, I know better. I don't need to listen to anybody. I I know what to do. As Tony Robbins has said, and I'm a... I'm pretty sure somebody before him had actually said it. Success leaves clues. Success as you define success, being masterful at something, having a level of skill, having a track record. So look for those people. And when they appear or they come to you and say, hey, I got some ideas, be open, surrender. Ego at the door. Leave it there. No room for it here. Soak in the wisdom all around you. I know somebody that I used to coach who would always hire a new coach every six months. Not because he wasn't getting great stuff from me, but he wanted to constantly change perspectives and perceptions. He wanted to constantly keep challenging himself that there was something else he could learn from somebody else to constantly keep putting himself in that fresh. I think that's brilliant. So being led is going to be people that are going to tell you that outside game. Here's what you do. Here's how you do it. Here's the best way to do it. You can try it other ways, but here's what I found. I've gone this route. I've gone that route, and here's what I've learned. They're going to lay out the outside game, the external action that you're taking in the world, they've gone before you. So being led is critical. That's the second component. The third component is taking this concept of leading yourself, taking this stage of being led, and then you leading others. I always say this because you can't inspire leadership in other people if you're doing all the leading. And if it's always about you as the leader, it's about you as the ego. See, the the coolest part to me about conscious leadership is being able to create a legacy. And the legacy isn't necessarily what you did. On some grand scale. I was listening the other day. Is uh, a, I heard a clip Oprah Winfrey was talking about when she created the schools in Africa that she had gone to Maya Angelou, who was a big teacher of hers. And she said, Maya, I think I found my legacy. I think I found my legacy in these schools. And Maya was like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> and Oprah was like, okay. Uh, more information. And my Angelus said something very powerful to her. She said, your legacy are the lives of the people you touch. When I heard that, I went, oh, man, is that powerful. So your willingness to then go and lead others, teach them what you've learned, how to lead yourself, all the things that you've acquired from being led by others, and then passing that information Forward to somebody to take the baton and run with it is everything. It means that the work, the energy, the effort is bigger than any one person, that no one person can do it all. And if you're convinced that it's you, then there's more work to do. You are a leader. And what needs to get activated inside of you ultimately is to take that wisdom and knowledge and all the skills and the tools that you've learned about leading yourself and pass that on to the next person. That's your legacy. That's your legacy. And when you're doing that, and this is critical, when you're doing that, you're letting the person that you're leading know why you're doing it. That this is an information to be somehow coddled for you. That once they get it, once they understand it, that they're then sharing that with other people. Who then share that with other people. Who then share that with other people. So that leading yourself is that inside game. It's that ongoing process. It's that pursuit of mastery that you never quite get to, and you love the pursuit because you're always getting better. You're always learning. There's always an opportunity for growth and healing. The being led, that second stage, is seeing everyone potentially as your teacher. And not just what they're doing that works, also listening to what doesn't work. Or what hasn't worked. And understanding if there's a pattern to why something isn't working. Sometimes it's a timing scenario. It's not necessarily black or white. But if you're learning through being led of what works and what doesn't work. And put those things into play. And creating further proof for yourself. You're going to feel confident then to share that with other people to then be able to lead other people, to be able to show them what to do and to be able to have that understanding that you are mentoring them to find that next person. That's their legacy. That's your legacy. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can out every monday you can also follow me on instagram at life's a mitch and if you feel so inspired make sure to tag me in your stories i really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in so if you have any ideas any feedback any questions don't be shy please send them along who knows something you share or suggest may spark a future episode so until next week remember life's a mitch and then you thrive